Today is my birthday, y'all. I'm turning 59. Okay. Happy birthday, Thank you, babe. So I'm turning 59, or as I like to call it, 55. Uh, There are a lot of thoughts percolating for me right now, mostly because I've seen a lot, done a lot, and I've lived through a lot of these past decades. And now I'm forging ahead into a new era of me. The truth of the matter is that I'm growing older and there's a little excitement, a little bit of nerves, and I want to hash it all out today with my When Magic Happens family. So what's really the tea on aging? From WBEZ Chicago, this is When Magic Happens. I'm Cheryl Jackson here with Taylor Coward and not one, but two guest hosts this week. We've got Aaron Allen, host of WBEZ's The Rundown Podcast in the studio. So glad to be back with y'all. Glad to have you. And we also have our magical producer, Brianna Garrett, on the mic today. <laughs> they shouldn't have put me on the mic. All right. I'm excited to be here. I'm ready. We are ready for you, hon. Um, <laughs> Not the evil laugh. <laughs> it's going down. <laughs> We've got some Gen Z, Zillennials, Millennials, and Gen Xers all up in this conversation. So I can't wait to hear you guys' take on aging. Even though Erin over here is just as baby-faced as she can be. (laughs) Cute, but baby-faced. They say age ain't nothing but a number. And today, we're going to find out if it's true for us. All that and more after the break. Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. So I want to hear everybody's ideas on aging. So tell me, when you were younger, what did you think about aging? Aaron, we're going to pick on you first. Okay. This is what I remember. I was fortunate to have both my great grandmother and my great aunt and my great uncle, all them. Um, were still alive, and they were at varying levels of ability in their minds and in their bodies. And I remember hoping that I would be more like the one that was most able, (laughs) to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And and that was like the aging piece. But truly, I don't think I could really even fathom getting that old. They were probably in their 80s. Mm Mm-hmm. And how old were you at the time? My earliest memory, I don't know, probably I was in the single digits. Mm. I might have to ask somebody for uh for a fact check. Phone a friend. Yeah. They were they were the <laughs> greats. Well they were old and you were young. They okay. were they were in they were closer to the three digits. <laughs> and I they was were in the single digits. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You know, there concept. You go. Yeah, I think about, you know, I had some cousins who were thirteen years older than me. And I remember looking at, you know, y'all, I was the only child. So I'm talking about other family members because I didn't have any siblings. And I remember looking up to them and always wanting to be their age. Mm. Mm. They were older than me enough to where they were outside of my own generation. And they were they were just dope. They looked cool. They talked like I love their vernacular. I love their vocabularies. I would emulate them. I would always want to be around them. You know, they were teenagers. So. Right. That made it extra cool. So Aaron was fast. 
Oh, Aaron was trying to be fast. That's oh, what it was. Gave you the mic. You're right. <laughs> you were trying to be hilarious. in the streets with the cousins. I was. I was actually a very conservative um, young Christian girl. Thank you very oh, much. Okay, hallelujah. <laughs> I was shocked to hear that anybody that was not married didn't was had lost their virginity. <laughs> Um, yeah, I was, wow. I was very, um, I was holier than thou. Let me stop lying. Wow. I was. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. You aren't wedding. In single digits. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, we was at the church. It was, it was a whole thing. What about school? Um, you know, when you're in school, like grade school, you know, middle school, high school, you think of your teachers as old. Is that true for anybody else? Yeah. Oh and, and like when the veil lifts that your kindergarten teacher was probably 25 or I also didn't understand the concept of some people get gray hair before they're actually older in age. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I thought my grade school Latin teacher was like a thousand years old because she had white hair. And, and she was what, like 35? <clears throat> I thought when I was in grade school that she was probably like 80. And so <laughs> fast forward, I don't know, 20 years later, my mom calls me. and She's like, you'll never guess who I ran into. And she tells me it's my Latin teacher, and I'm like, "What? In this <laughs> she era? Be dead. <laughs> yeah, like because her hair was super white. And as a kid, you're like, oh, then you're your father time, you know, you're Santa. Mm-hmm. Um, because age always seemed like this thing that was just so far away, like being older. Yeah. But it creeps up on you because in my head, I'm 20. <laughs> I came into the pandemic like a fresh 20 year old. Uh, and, and now, you're right, you're 24 now. Now I'm 24, and I'm like, where has time gone? Mm-hmm. And, I, and you hear mm-hmm. older people say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you experience it, you're like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I don't have grays yet, though. It's funny how you talk <laughs> about, like, a mental age, because I feel like mentally it's hard for me to differentiate between certain people that I met in my different times of life. Right. So when I was, like, in kindergarten, I had this teacher named Miss Tracy. And Miss Tracy, she was fabulous. She might have been, like, a late teenager, 19 at most. Yeah, she was going by her first name. Okay, Miss Tracy. Miss Tracy, <laughs> right? It's the late 90s, and Miss Tracy had us singing Tina Turner's What's Love Got to Do With It. She's oh. like, get your get your chords right. All right, me, 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 you're flat. But I remember that Miss Tracy was just like this figure to me. Mm-hmm. And so now I see her, and Miss Tracy might be, I still call her Miss Tracy, even at my big age, but Miss Tracy might be, I want to say 45 at oldest. And I still call her Miss Tracy. She's like, you know, girl, you can call me just Tracy, just Tracy. But because I met her at that time and mentally, I still feel like I'm that six year old with uh, with her. specifically. I'm like, I cannot, you know, differentiate. I can't call you anything differently. You always gonna be Miss Tracy. So it's something like age is really contextual and not just Mm -hmm. an accumulation of time. It's just how you the benchmark. What are you benchmarking it against as to mm-hmm. whether you think someone is old or not? For sure. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, like we say, 55 is the new 29. Okay. <laughs> you know, we're trying to contextualize it. <laughs> it's, it's broke. Benchmark it's 29 it. is broke. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> okay. Let's not put you back. But, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about the new 29, oh, you don't the new 29. Not in, not in uh, post. Wait. Hold on. When you didn't have boundaries, when right. you had that full. Not post 2020. You don't Wait, want to be 29. Hold up. Yeah. I ain't got there yet. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> no, but. Well, sure. you know, mm-hmm. they say that. I was reading an article recently that we do that as a society, you know, saying 50 is the new 30 mm. or 30 is the new whatever, because we're afraid of aging. Mm. Yep. 
So let's talk about that. Get into the it. Cheryl. Fear Ooh, around the fear around aging. Well, Cheryl, you're um, the one that's about to embark on this new year of you. So yes. I'm wondering, are there any fears, any trepidation now that you are 50 fine? I mean, you were, you know, I don't know, 50 cake. Is that good for 58? Uh, <laughs> right. 50 but cake. Like, that's cute. There we go. But for 59 and for 50 fine, has your perspective changed on age? Did you have fear coming into this new year? This is probably the first time that I am, it's weird to say having hesitation about aging because it means you're alive. Okay. So yeah. being alive is a good thing. Yeah. Um, almost days. So, <laughs> so I definitely stay here. So Cheryl, de- <laughs> quick caveat. <laughs> so I definitely am not having hesitation around being alive, but this is the first time that I have, I've been caught up in aging. Mm-hmm. And so, because I'm looking at the six and the O, I'm 12 months, 11 months and 29 days from the six and the O. And for me, that's a big ass number. Okay. So, but at the same time in my head, nothing has changed. Mm. Like I, my consciousness, I'm have more wisdom or experiences under my belt, but I don't feel old. Right. When you say nothing has changed, nothing has changed since when? <clears throat> since since 12 months ago or since 12 since years ago? Probably my 20s. I mean, I, I don't, mm. I'm still me. The me in my 20s is the me today. It's, a, it's a, a more mature, you know, more wise, more experiences under my belt. But I am me. The essence of who I am is is here. Yeah, that hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. So... If we want to talk about body, 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 body. Come on, Cheryl the Stallion. <laughs> I'm going to make my 59 year all about the pre-prep, okay, for the six and the O. Oh, so I, when yes. I, okay, yes. So when I slide into six and O, I, I can, I, I won't have that issue to deal with. Like, what is my body doing? I'm going to be fit and healthy and all the things. So I've got a quite a New Year's resolution around my health and my body. But you know, the body is different. So yeah, th- let's, that- let's talk about the body because because yeah. that's yes. one thing that comes up for me, you know, especially yeah. when you talk about wisdom. Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. you know, okay, growing up, you know, especially as a as a cis femme girl, you're told what your body should look like, right? Mm-hmm. Should be mm-hmm. fit or it should be thin or it should be small. It should be slight, dainty, you know, all these things. Mm-hmm. And I always think like, you know, right now I'm more active than I was in my teenage years, okay. but mm-hmm. my body is firmer, but also wider and bigger <laughs> than I <laughs> than it was in, in my teenage years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I try to do all this work about you know, not thinking about it that way and, you know, trying to focus more on how I feel. And upon reflection very recently, Mm. something that came to me was that what's really most important is being in touch with your body and understanding and knowing how you feel in your body Mm -hmm. and listening (laughs) to your body. And it's those messages Mm. from inside that you should be paying attention to, mm-hmm. not the ones from the outside, right? And so, amen. If my body is telling me I'm feeling too soft, I'm not strong enough to lift the things that I want to lift, to walk the distances that I want to walk, mm-hmm. to hold the people that I love, mm-hmm. <laughs> then maybe there's something I need to change, right? 
that is like why, Cheryl, I know you and I are, are similar in that we have changed our lives <laughs> a few times, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Changed careers. And it is surprising to hear you say that you still feel that through line of your of yourself. For me, I feel like I'm I'm way different. But I'll also say to that that like along with that time to change comes all this wisdom, right? right? And it changes the way that you think about yourself, including about how you age. And the body and age is so I don't even know if we as women would even care about aging if our bodies weren't always under attack mm-hmm. and and monitored for aging. Mm-hmm. And so for me, skin is a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Um, wrinkles mm-hmm. and fine lines mm-hmm. and marks. And it always is a critique and it's always something that I feel society monitors and makes aging even a concern sometimes. And so and youth a commodity. Yeah, because it's like, ooh, bouncy skin. But even in youth, you're nine. People are warning you about turning 13 because then you're going to have acne. Yeah. And so it's like every age presents this new skin issue that's going to be bad for you. Mm-hmm. And th- why is there even a word adult acne? It's like, oh, look at you continuing on into adulthood. <laughs> you still got acne. You still got And Uh-oh. so it's just like. Not oil still getting your pores. Right. <laughs> Not sebum. <laughs> and I just feel like it. it You internalize all that. And it's like, how many retinol commercials do I need to be attacked by today while I'm trying to watch TV? And so I'm trying to, like you were saying, listen to my body and know what I need to change. One of the things I'm mentally making a shift with is just not concerning myself. Like, if I personally don't like how something looks, then I'll act on it. But I'm not going to do retinol right now because... I know that that's what people want me to do. Like I was told by my dermatologist to start using retinol. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you'll thank yourself in 15 years. And she I was black? like, yeah. Oh. And I was like, eh, you know, I don't want to do that. Like I just, I, I wash my face. Mm-hmm. I take my makeup off. I'm going to leave it there. But like I'm doing this thing just to stave off aging. And the purpose of me even doing this thing is like, it, it's not beyond looking older yeah and you're like do I even value not looking older in the first place yeah and I think you're seeing it now when people put on the age filter Mm -hmm. like some people literally recoil and like flip their phone around and I was like oh my god I look like my mom like I was like one day I'm gonna look like just like my mom but I saw some people like get (laughs) your mom is beautiful I love my mom what a what a privilege. You yeah, know? like mm-hmm. I am so excited to look like my mom. And I, I was happy that mentally I have gotten to that place mm-hmm. rather than when some, like I think Kim Kardashian, uh, North was playing with the filter and put it on her face. And she literally like pushed the phone away. It was like, oh, my God, stop. Don't do that. And we can't have people making it seem like aging is the worst thing that could ever happen to you. Like it honestly is a privilege. And... It's going to take like a cultural and it's going to take a cultural mental shift. Like we all have to kind of do it collectively. And I think it's so interesting that it's like you're kind of pre-priming your brain and your body to Mm -hmm. understand that this is a natural thing. You know, because Taylor, you said this year you're getting your frontal lobe fully developed. I'm almost done. All right. In April, Taylor is about to be done. Fully (laughs) baked. Okay. Cooked frontal lobe. Cooked frontal lobe. Yes. (laughs) But it's so inspiring to hear 
like somebody of Taylor's generation and then even of my own generation, people that are already thinking about aging as something not to be ashamed of. And so I think we've had a certain privilege to think about it that way. Right. So for you, Cheryl, who, again, has been here just a little bit longer than us. All right. (laughs) Fifty fine. Um, How have you been able to deal with age through the ages? How have you been able to age as gracefully as possible and also give yourself grace as you age? That's a good good question, particularly the grace question. Um, I've always struggled with giving myself grace, so yet I have another thing to um, add to my list of why I need grace. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but it, it, um, I, it's society, you know, that you know frames it for you in in many ways. So you have to resist societal societal norms or societal pressures. Um, and, and with age, they begin to limit what you're able to do. Mm. Is it too late to start something new or mm. reinvent yourself or a, a, seemingly a, a lot of things become off or uh, are, are taken off the table um, right. as you age something in me. Every time I hear, you know, one of my friends saying they're retiring or they're, they have retired or they want to retire. I just get sad. I don't know why that is. I guess maybe I'm not fully reconciled with my, my age and my, where I am in life. Hmm. I don't know if I'll ever fully retire. I don't know if that's for me, Hmm. but I don't have children to help me mark time, but there is society that's marking it for you. And that's what you have to sort of fight against. Right. My body may be aging, but my mind is not. Mm-hmm. It's not in the sense of some sort of degradation or, you know, deterioration. It's not that or, at all. Or your like mental ability to do the things you were doing when you when you were twenty. Like you just said, I don't feel like I want to retire, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I feel like I'm hearing more people not retiring and continuing to do what they want to do just because they still can. And I think there was a pressure to retire because you were told that that's what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then you also said, like, sometimes things are taken away from you because of your mm-hmm. age. And I remember listening to Nicole Byers' podcast, mm-hmm. and she was talking about how she didn't publicly say her age for a long time. Because she was like, I can appear much younger than I am. I can appear much older than I am. But if I put that number on a piece of paper, a casting director is going to make that decision for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that limits opportunity. Wow, yeah. And it, we shouldn't have that fear that things are taken away from us, especially career-wise, just because of how old we are or how young mm-hmm. we are. Because I That's feel true. like I'm looked at a lot of times like, well, how is she going to do this thing at this age? And I've had that said to me verbatim. Mm. And what are your qualifications? And just because I'm young, you know. God qualified me. Amen. Oh, hello. Amen. Stand on it. Well, okay, let me let me bring forth this yeah. because when I knew we were going to be talking about this, this phrase came immediately to mind. Youth is wasted on the young. How does that land for y'all? Oh, my God. <clears throat> You know, when people complain about, like, their back hurting, Mm -hmm. I don't think people my age take into consideration, like, how real that is. Like, (laughs) like, 
enjoy it while you can. And like, because I think when you're younger, all you want to do is be older. And when you're older, all you want to do is be younger. Mm -hmm. And so I was super excited when I was 18. I was like, one day I'm going to be able to go to a bar and da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. And then that came and we were in a pandemic. And so now I'm like, oh, I don't want to be in this time and place right now. So if I were 18 and just enjoying being 18 and all the things that come with youth, Mm -hmm. I think that's what it means by being wasted. We kind of just like don't enjoy it for what it is at the time and we're craving the things that come with being older and we just let this time of low back pain and your joints working and you can stay up late and drink a lot carelessness yeah i can be like i don't need a bed i can be like like in a futon aaron (laughs) let me tell you what with what i know now my wisdom information you know Mm -hmm. experience Mm -hmm. and to have the energy and the body Mm -hmm. Eat what I want to eat, okay? Ooh. Not have to worry about it at all. That, like, would be... I think that's what that phrase meant. Mm. Like, mm, if I had that body, I'd know what to do with it. Or Ooh. if I had that... <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. Hopping down the streets in your hot pants. <laughs> Not okay. Cheryl of the cloth. Put me, me in a, me in a 10 years what. ago body, okay? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but you know let what? tell you what. Yeah. Don't let me get fined this summer. <laughs> Everybody gonna see that, Okay. Everybody, all right. Not that Cheryl equates to fine, but we we get what you're saying because you're already yes, like fifty fifty fine finer. So to your point about these markers of like youth and markers of life that you guys were saying, I think Mm -hmm. that when we start to hold people to like some type of accountability for whatever age marker they're at, we like rob them of their humanity. We don't let mm-hmm. people be and let them yes. go anymore. When we say by a certain age, you have to do this. By this age, mm-hmm. you got to be this. Um, if we silo, you know, all of our finest years and our sexy years to our uh, fleeting youth, if you will, but whatever, our teenage years or our 20s, then who are we saying about the people that we are in our 30s and 40s and 50s and 60s and 70s? You might be sexier than ever at 75. Yeah, you might need a more supportive bra, but oh my gosh, those things will still be thangin'. <laughs> all right? <laughs> I'm just saying, I think that's something important to think about these markers of time and how we as humans should be allowed to reinvent ourselves Mm. over and over. So when you say things like, oh, youth uh, is wasted on the youth, is that what he says? Youth is wasted on the young. Youth is wasted on the young. I think that the young need to stop worrying about getting older and about meeting certain benchmarks for themselves. Like I need to have my LLC and my 401k needs to be super maxed out. And what's my high yield looking like, et cetera. I think they need to stop with that. But just again, to that point, youth being wasted on the young. No, youth is a forever thing. Oh, that sounds so woo woo. But BTS, (laughs) (laughs) BTS used to say something like forever young or whatever, like young, we're young forever. And I love that little K-pop group. Uh, Shout out them. But they're, I think that's that's really true. Youth is what we make it. It's perpetual. It's in the mind, as you said. And I think, mm-hmm. again, back to my woo-woo era, it's spirit. Spirit is the thing yes. that sustains us throughout our lives. Our spirits yes. are going to be us yes. always. Like young at always. heart. Exactly. Young yeah. at heart. You know, though your heart and flesh may fail you. Hey, okay. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> your spirit is still there. So, <laughs> Preach. And now yeah. I'm going to sing spirit. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of like be present. Be you know, yeah. focus yes. on what you, what you are doing right now, who you yes. are yeah. right now. Because you might not like this thing that you think that you want, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, and do you remember the strife 
of being young also. Okay. You okay. were struggling. You Ooh, didn't know who you the, wanted to be. The struggle, okay? Yeah. Identity crisis every five seconds. Yeah. Well, and I think, I'll, I'll say what that phrase means to me. It is physical in a lot of ways, but it's also, I mean, like I said earlier, it's like the kind of you don't realize what you're getting yourself into when you get into some shit. Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. There's a fearlessness, there's a carelessness, there's a, um, you know, there are all these non-physical, like metaphysical things that Mm -hmm. that come with with being young. Mm -hmm. You know, um, Tupac talked about having energy, this energy that when you're young, the young people are out here, you know, they're going to go out in the streets, you know, and, and do the protesting. I mean, look at, I mean, there's Fred Hampton, there's Tupac, there's mm-hmm. Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. You know, these people mm-hmm. were, were early in their lives, mm-hmm. you know, when they were out here making sacrifices and doing life-threatening <laughs> activities. Mm-hmm. And I think about what if I still had that carelessness, that fearlessness mm-hmm. also, you know, with the mm-hmm. wisdom, mm-hmm. both. Yes. You know, what yes. type of... Superhuman super could human you be? Could I be? Uh, you'd be too powerful. <laughs> right. That's why I didn't have. And that's why, Look, right? That's why you com- can't have both. Yeah. The combination of mm-hmm. wisdom, resources, Ooh. and fearlessness. Oh I mean, you could change the world. Yeah, when you ahead. get more, you get more. When you have more, you then become more cautious because mm-hmm. you don't want to lose. lose it. You don't want to lose it. And one of the perks of being young is, you know, okay. you don't have much to lose. Right. So what you, you're rich in risk taking, your ability to take risk. Or if you do, you're young, you can get it back. You, you got have time. time. Oh, yeah. time. Absolutely. You have time. It's on your side. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. But what, what do you all think are the perks of growing older? Cheryl, we need to know, like, put us on game. What are the perks? You know the answer. Okay, let me tell you what the perks are. Let me tell you. Look, <laughs> uh, look, listen. When I turned 50 in my 50s and late 40s, there is a certain confidence in who you are. Mm-hmm. You not only know what you're not going to do, okay? <laughs> you ain't okay. going to do it, all right? It won't be me. And, <laughs> You're right. It's not me. That's not that's not my ministry. I'm not doing this. All right. I'm not, not doing the that. one or the two. Okay. That's my favorite. Or one. the three. Or the three. Okay. <laughs> okay. So that 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 anchor is, you know, you're not sort of adrift and wandering and in the wind. You you're anchored in a sense of yourself mm-hmm. and um and knowing yourself and being i tell you what being fearless about being yourself that's mm. what comes with it age mm. fearlessness about being who you are i feel like i hear across the board like people into their 30s and and beyond they're like i just don't care about what other people think anymore mm. maybe that comes with the frontal lobe cooking up <laughs> who's to say Uh-oh. but i do think that 
I don't know. You've been here. You've been like the phrase. You've been around the block. Like I've seen it. I've done it. And I think that is something to look forward to. And it's inspirational to hear these types of things. Like you didn't say, "Ugh, well, this thing happened and it's hard to get shoes on and da 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 Because I feel like your generation, Cheryl, and beyond is much more graceful with aging. Like talking to my grandfather and my grandmother, mm-hmm. it's the worst thing that's ever been invented <laughs> if you ask them about it. Oh, okay. And they were born in the 30s. And so, yes. What generation is that? Because that's beyond uh, silent, baby I think. And they're the traditionalist as well. Mm-hmm. And so they both were very active people. And I think they just they are in that era of like when you age, you just sit and you wait to die. Yes. They're not the old people you see on TV that are like joining clubs and like mm-hmm. taking up swim and things like that. And so I'm fortunate that we're moving beyond that so people can enjoy their lives. That's why I think the Golden Girls was revolutionary because it was these women in another phase of their life mm-hmm. that are dating. Blanche and was out there. Was out there, like, having relationships mm-hmm. and breaking up with people, getting new jobs, mm-hmm. getting a house all together as these older women. And I think that was new. Like, yeah. I, I think that's what made it kind of a shocker is that these these women are out and like going out to clubs at 60 and so I'm fortunate for that shift because I don't I don't want to get to an age where I'm just sitting and waiting to go Hmm. not saying that's what my grandparents do but they definitely lament and think of their younger years and and view those more favorably than today mm-hmm. and i think that that is like of that generation yeah. i think that i deserve that when I you get to it. a certain age you're like you can't tell me what to do like i asked my grandpa i was like hey how about a haircut <laughs> i was like what's up with the ponytail and he was like i was uh, rocking these before you were born no he said oh. i'm 82 oh period <laughs> <laughs> I said, all right. Then he said, I can do what I want. I was like, you're right. Yeah. How do you maintain your spry attitude? Is it through intergenerational friendships, like that of When Magic Happens, slash our wonderful Aaron Allen here? <laughs> or is it like a mentality thing? Do you have advice for somebody who is similar in age and is trying to figure out how they can continue to be themselves and also grow at the same time? I think I'm going to share the advice that my mother shared with me that I use. Miss Ernestine's Um, got it. Miss Ernestine's got it. First of all, she said age is but a number. You live until you die. Mm -hmm. Okay. You live until you die. Yes. So live and keep a project in front of you. Hmm. And so I love that. When you keep a project, when you're working on something, Mm -hmm. uh, working towards something, that's creation. You're creating something. And if you've got a project... And you're working on it and it's, it's relevant. You're going to be interacting with different kinds of people, different ages. Mm-hmm. And my mother, she just completed, she's 85. She'll be 86 a week after me. Mm-hmm. And Come she on, just okay. completed her l- latest oratorio and is being premiered by the National Civil Rights Museum and, and the symphony. She just keeps writing yeah. new wow. projects in front of her. And she's working on a new one. And I think that keeps you really young because mm-hmm. um, I think always be in the process of creating. And 
and you don't have to be an artist to create. Mm-hmm. You can work on a community project, something that uplifts the the your community. I was reading a story of um, in the newspaper, uh, local paper in Memphis, where this woman, she's 93, and she is the rock of her neighborhood, her mm-hmm. community. And she takes care of people. She's interested in people. She's she's a part of their lives. She checks on their children. Their, I mean, it, this woman has a, a rich life of people in her life mm-hmm. at all ages. And she depends on them. They depend on her. But she's she's contributing. She's creating and working on things. And I think that's the secret is to keep a vision in front of you mm-hmm. and work on that vision. I love that. I do too. And live until you die. Live until you die. And just being like staying busy, keeping a thing going. Um What's your is, perspective on living your life and regrets? I think I wish that when I was younger somebody was more of an example or showed me examples of people that I identified with that were living life and thriving. Mm-hmm. I was a visual artist as a kid. I used to draw every day to the point where I don't have many of my drawings because I would throw them away because I was about to draw something else in the next two hours. Mm. And I didn't know that I could be an illustrator or a graphic designer Mm. or a painter. You know, like I knew that there were painters Mm -hmm. and I knew that like I watched illustrated television and movies, Mm -hmm. but I didn't understand that that was, was a way a that I could career exactly, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm I've come around, and here I am in this creative space now, um, and in this media space, and I am really proud that that I've brought myself back to here, mm-hmm. but I do wish that I had gotten here sooner, mm-hmm. um, earlier in in age, and I, and I wish I never left. So I don't know if that's my fault or not to regret, but that is something that I do think about, mm-hmm. and. <laughs> I'm about to cry over here, Erin. That is so beautiful. Yeah, something I think about a lot. Um, and then my hope would be that I just maintain the wonder. You know, I think about when I first moved to Chicago 15 years ago. I left and I just moved back a little less than 18 months ago. And now I'm like, ah, you know, I've been around the world. I know what's up. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to move back to Chicago and do my thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I don't I don't have as much wonder mm. as I had that first time I came here. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I'm looking forward to finding that again. Yeah. And that's something that I hope to really maintain about life in general. Yeah. Mm, I beautiful. That. I love that. <laughs> For me, every year I do um, this very spiritual and intimate practice of faith, like right before I turn my next year. And I mean, recently I've been going on trips, but um, I like to reflect on the years past, what I've done, the things that I've felt and who I feel like I am in that moment. But my biggest regret is really when I was in fifth grade and I didn't stump this one girl out when I, the way she deserved to be stomped out. She needs to be stomped out because I, I promise you, she's walking around these streets a little too cocky these days. But, but, you um, found her recently. You oh, like, oh, she out she here needs still needs to get stumped. No, 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 no. We don't condone violence for real, for real. But um, I, I think I do my best not to have regrets by making sure that each year, as I get a, a year older, that I'm just doper than the year before. If I said, okay, this year I'm going to learn Arabic, 
Gosh darn, I'm a freaking learn Arabic. Okay? <laughs> All right. Um, Go ahead, And girl. I'm going to do my best in every year of me. That way I don't have regrets and think, oh, um, all of my best years were behind me or it was siloed to my youth again, you mm-hmm. know, that I stopped growing and that I didn't allow myself to become. When I see people like Michelle Obama, when I see people like a Tabitha Brown, when I see, you know, even a, a Cheryl Jackson, you know, people that have gone from different careers and changed that up. People have gone from different relationships and changed that up. People that have, you know, tried different hairstyles. I hope you bought a pair of jeans, Cheryl, this year. Um, <laughs> that is one of my hopes for you in your new year. She doesn't She own doesn't own any jeans. jeans. <laughs> Cheryl, please get some jeans, okay? Um, <laughs> but when I see women like that, it inspires me that I don't necessarily need to regret my past. I can accept it. I can thank it. I can thank the past me. And then I can be present and then just work on my future. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't say I don't have regrets because Keisha <clears throat> deserved to be stomped. But <laughs> I am really excited about the future that I'm making so that I don't regret, oh, gosh, why didn't I try? Why didn't I do and why didn't I become? Mm. Well, in terms of aging and age-related regrets, mm-hmm. I kind of wish that I, kind of like what Aaron said, that I continue to be the person that I was when I was younger. The the girl that, like, loved to read and was quirky and not afraid of it. And so now I'm trying to get back to that and get back to myself and who I know I actually am. Because I think when you get through high school, middle school, in those years where you are very hyper-focused on how people perceive you, you lose that completely. And, well, I personally lost that of who I actually am. Mm-hmm. And so I've been spending the past maybe like two years trying to get back to her. Yeah. And so Don't I... say reclaiming your time? My time. Okay. <laughs> and so I just... That's right. That's a regret of mine, a regret of just not staying who I was, but I'm proud and hopeful that I'm becoming who I'm supposed to be. I got to be me. And I lost sight of me. And I regret that, but I can turn it around now. Because late in the midnight hour. <laughs> hey! Ooh, my God. Turn it around. Come on. Gonna turn it around. Zell gonna Aaron. turn it around now. We <laughs> 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 got some church girls up in here. Anointed. No. <laughs> what about our favorite church girl? What about you, Cheryl? Wow. I've been sitting with this for a, a while now just because... Um, turning a birthday and and the number that I'm turning. There are many mistakes I've made that I would do differently. Um, And I see that as different from a regret. Um, But the mistakes I've made have been oftentimes a result of taking chances and risks and it didn't work out. So I don't regret that. I just wished I, you know, would have done things differently. But if I were to say a regret, I regret not coming to love myself and see myself as precious earlier, sooner. I think that's my only regret. But I think if my life had a purpose, one of the reasons why I'm in this life was to find that woman that loves herself and sees herself as precious. If nobody else sees me as precious, I'ma see me as precious. And you know, the gift of aging is that you care less what other people think and it helps you to live more boldly and more freely. 
So I'm excited about this new chapter. Yes. I'm gonna cut up, y'all. Hey, <laughs> cut up. Cut up. I love that. Happy birthday, Cheryl. Happy birthday, Cheryl. Thank you. Thank you. One I time for the birthday, Cheryl. Two times for the birthday, Cheryl. Three times for the birthday, Cheryl. Mess it up and miss your birthday, Cheryl. Mess it up and miss your birthday, Cheryl. Hey, hey, hey. Get it, Cheryl. Get it. Cheryl. I need to record that. We are recording that. Okay, that was good. That was good. That was good right there. You know I'm popping champagne. You know I'm popping champagne. We popping bottles over here. Okay, send me one. I need it. All right. And that's a wrap for today's birthday episode. If you liked what you heard, subscribe, rate us on Apple Podcasts, and tune in every Friday for your dose of When Magic Happens. And follow us on Instagram at When Magic Happens Podcast. You can find me, Cheryl Jackson, on social media at Cheryl Jackson. That's Cheryl with an E. You can find me, Taylor Coward, on Instagram at Taylor Coward Online. And you can find me, Erin Allen, on Instagram at erinallen.show. And you can find the Rundown Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And you can find me, Brianna Garrett, on Instagram at Project Reality. That's Project B, the word reality. When Magic Happens is a production of WBEZ Chicago and part of the NPR Podcast Network. Our truly magical producer is Brianna Garrett. Brendan Benazek is our executive producer. Tracy Brown is chief content officer, engineering by Ethan Schwab and Maria Lopez. See y'all next week. Happy birthday, Erin. Erin. Oh, it's your birthday. Oh, it's right. Happy birthday, girl. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. Happy, happy belated birthday. Yes. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day.